a lifeline sound, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. Release euphoric inspirational revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground. series the power of black music i've reached deep into the vault of the richness and goodness of our musical history as you've seen with the past guests and now uh, we're coming to an end but the story doesn't end it continues on returning is the iconic group double exposure they started off our series and i felt it be fitting to end with them because they have so much to offer, give, and they are definitely a force to be reckoned with. Uh, on the line with me today, I have uh, Mr. Butch Davis and uh, Mr. Joe Harris, and possibly Jimmy Williams and Charles Whittington will chime in. But uh, we're gonna get this thing going. How you guys doing today? 
Good, good, good. It's been a month of Sunday since we've spoken. But I'm glad everybody's it sure has. Isn't it? <laughs> but I'm glad everybody's well. Well. So could, could yeah. you guys tell me uh, how how's your new year been, first of all? Hey good. Alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> That's out in my neighborhood. New series there. Yes, yes. And uh, when is that going to be? That's actually going to be uh, June. Okay. That particular uh, event is in June. I'm mm-hmm. uh, looking forward to that. But uh, there are some other smaller things that we have been doing. Uh, a few other things coming up uh, out in Long Island. Mm-hmm. A few things in Jersey. We've been, it's been interesting, man. We've been. Uh, I'm not going to say super busy, but it's been nice. It's been very interesting. It's right. been good. Well, I'm glad, to, been good. I'm glad to hear that you're keeping it moving, you know, forward positively. That's all that matters. No, I was just going to say what's really been interesting and good is that uh, we uh, have our children, our kids have been able to see us. And uh, we've actually developed a following with some of the uh, younger Young adults, younger crowd, Great. which is surprising. Great. Like, uh, they like the music, you mm-hmm, know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's amazing, man. Yeah, that's great to hear because that's, you know, that's the mission. We have to, you know, teach and reach those younger ones and bring them into the fold because, you know, the, the way the industry and the music is now, it's just a dismal pool and they need to know <laughs> about the source, you know. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And a photographer wanted to take pictures of us. <laughs> so we were outside taking pictures, and this young kid, well, probably in the late 20s, drove by, and he said, what's going on? He rolled his window down. Mm-hmm. And the photographer said, so we're taking pictures of double exposure. He said, double exposure? <laughs> and the guy, he pulled over to the side. He said, man, I grew up with young music. My mother and father played young music, and we wanted to take a picture with him. Nice. And that was very touching. Mm. Very, it felt very good to, mm. you know, to to know that our music has extended to the younger crowd. Mm-hmm. That was good. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. That's what it's about.
on how our people are either not respecting or not upholding our culture, being that this is Black History Month. Are, do you feel people are aware or are they kind of just in escapism? A lot of the younger ones aren't aware. Mm. Uh, you know, myself, I speak with my kids, you know, the grandkids a lot, uh, reminding them of things that uh, were going on when I was growing up mm -hmm. and how it ties into what they're doing now and how it is enabling them to do things now that they really, they really take for granted. Mm -hmm. And also, with all of that, you know, the history, but one thing I'd like to start with is just teaching them how to be good citizens and how to be good, respectful young ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Because uh, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Go on. Go on, go on brother. <laughs> Let's go. I <laughs> <laughs> don't have a clue, man. And it's like, you know, they don't have any... Uh, too many examples. Some of them don't have any examples. Right. Okay. And the examples and, that are put uh, in place know, are misleading. Oh, yeah. Right. Very misleading. And I've been able to, you know, like take my son sometime. We go to shows or different events where our crowd is there, and I said, hey, see, everybody's here having a good time. Nobody's mm. shooting. Right. There you go. <laughs> you know, nobody's shooting anybody, man. Nobody's <laughs> cussing anybody out or. Get right. Back somebody stepped on his shoe, man. Exactly. It's about having a good time. Exactly. exactly. Folks are laughing and having a ball, man. You know? <laughs> see what's happening? Right. <laughs> right. We used to go out to have a good time. Now they go out to see who they can take down. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. there is hope. There is and, hope. You know, I, I think in addition to that, uh, um, one of the things that that is so necessary in Palmouth is that the family structure, you mm. know? So, so often you find dysfunctional families. Yes. You know, children, uh, they learn by watching. Mm-hmm. They emulate what they see, you know? Right. And if it's not in the family structure, they go out in the street and get it. Right. So, right. Um, you right. know, and that's so sad to me. That is so sad. And there's a responsibility that back in the day that a lot of men, especially with our culture, they used to, they would stay together even if they weren't getting along. Mm. Because they stayed together. For the sake of the kids. Families, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've seen that so often. I, res I may not understood it, understood it when I was younger, but I surely understand it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how important it is. Yes. And, you know, it starts like this, too. The kids, they don't respect themselves, so how can we expect them to respect others? You know, we have to yeah, start with them know. and teach them self-respect. Yes. And then it extends from there. You know, you can't just throw all these morals and rules and goals at them if they don't even know who they are, if they're, you know, if they're lost. That's they, true. They won't hear it. They won't hear it. So how do, how do we, how do we reach them? How do we get to them? Get them in church, man. Hmm. That's the start. Get them in church. Hmm. Get them in church. That's the start of it. And then, you know, uh, I say that in a general sense because, you know, you still got, you still got some bad examples in the church. Man. That's so true, church too. Be, it's going to work <laughs> totally to see what some of these preachers have been doing out here, man, exactly. you know. But uh, really, it starts home, but if you don't have home, man, I'd say still stay in church. Yeah, or find an organization, or yeah. find an organization. Oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. a Big Brother organization, yeah. or you know something, you know, to 
attach yourself to besides the street gang. Yes, yes. Yeah. They teach you more that's different values. Mm-hmm. You know, what they see, I guess that's their, they look at the gangs, I think, is their family. Man. That's the way they, uh, they feel important, feel part of something. Everybody wants to be part of something, but they don't understand that that's just a, a, a short lifespan. Like, I spoke to one young man, you know, he really didn't expect to live beyond 25 years old. That is something that, you know, I'm sorry to stop you there, but that's a general consensus. A lot of these young kids are not seeing past 30 years old. They're living life fast on Twitter, doing all this stuff. I got to get it in. I got to get it in. And in their life expectancy is about 30 years old now. What What's up with that? I'm just trying to show them and explain to a man that there's so much more to life. Mm. My grandfather used to tell me, boy, you don't start living until you hit 40. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I do see that some young people are stepping up and are setting examples. I've run into a few. I've worked with a few organizations out here. And there is hope, but we have to do it on a global uh, level. 
not just the our neighborhoods. Doing, the ones that are, the ones that are doing good. You know, you hear so much about the bad ones and the mm-hmm. bad things. Yes, you need to publicize the good ones and the good things more. Well, that's a whole nother Give story. Them a more props, you know. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> when it comes yeah. to publicizing and media and all that, because you know they focus on that, they accentuate. You know, when someone doing good, they don't. That's not exciting. <laughs> you know. Uh uh-uh. no 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 that's like and oh let's not talk about the reality shows those are the worst examples around where you have these shows where adults are fighting with each other cursing each other out throwing water slinging tables and chairs at each other now what's that all about you know sells, man drama sells it's yeah. a shame drama sells mm-hmm. but the kids are watching it you know yeah, so, yeah they think that's reality mm-hmm especially our young black women, man, you know, following those examples, man, that's, that's crazy. They're not being ladies, they're not being ladies. Now, now on the flip side of that, let's, so there are, there are some um, organizations that are out there trying to help, and just this past holiday season before Christmas, I worked with a foundation called the P. Luna Foundation, and it's about male abuse awareness, which is something we don't talk about. And um, do you guys have any views on that topic? Because, you know, we always talk about the women. But men are abused just as much as women. Yeah, a lot of them. And it's just that, you know, we're supposed to be strong, you know, and not, you know, cry or talk about it. So a lot of people hold that in, and that turns them into hardened people, and then they start acting out, and then we've got this cycle that just won't quit. Have you have you guys ever had any? Have anything. Hmm. A lot of them don't have anyone to talk. Mm-hmm. You don't have anybody to talk to. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the thing is, like what you're talking about, organizations that you're part of, you have, I guess, mentors, you know, men, somebody they can talk to. Mm-hmm. That's it, that, that'll sit down and listen. I mean, you got some parents, unfortunately, that won't listen. Yeah. You know, these kids got something to say, man. Let's listen to what's on their mind. Right. I mean, a lot of them are saying it through the music, yeah. Okay, but each, just each one, each individual, they got something on their mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a little understanding, a little listening, a little understanding, they can help them. They can go a long way. Help mm-hmm. them, man. You see, look, if you can save two or three, man, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. If each of us can save two or three. I'm not going to say just one. I'm going to say two or three. <laughs> right. Let's up the stakes. Going back to the music, like, mm. for example, for instance, uh, and my son, he would hear so many things and rap and so many things being sampled. And I've got a collection of a lot of the old music. I've got CDs that are out of print now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some of the older R&B artists and yes. rock and roll artists that I used to see when I was a little kid. Yes. I mean, from the 50s, man, that, when I was a little kid, my aunt and older cousins and used to take me with them to see the old rock and roll shows. Mm-hmm. I'm a little snotty nose kid going in there, but I was watching and, and listening, man. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm playing him music. I'm yeah. playing him the original versions that these cats are sampling. Mm. And they're surprised. And he's like, and he's like me. Now I got my son now. My son now, he's really into, like, the... the Sixties or seventies R and B. Oh man, he's really into it. You know, like yes, he really loves some David Ruffin, man. The mm. man, and uh, he's really into them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the point was, I'm trying to show him also the examples, the way when we 
guys came on stage, man, the class that they exhibited. Yes. You know, uh, you know, all like all your Motown acts, man. They had like that what they call that finishing school. They those they were class. They were polished. They were setting right. an example. They were polished. They yes. were class. They, yes. they demonstrated class. Mm-hmm. Four tops, Temptations, Supremes, right? Marvelettes. It was class. Mm-hmm. Nobody had to drop it down low. You know. <laughs> yeah, when you see when you see them ladies, they were ladies. Man. Yes. You know, this is, these are the kind of examples our young ladies and uh, and young men should be following. You know. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Wow. Those are the examples we had. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important that you guys are still around and still doing your thing to show by example. And I appreciate and it. And we try our best.
what have you guys been doing since we talked the last time? I know it's two years. We don't have, you want to talk for an hour in two years, but I mean, just a summary. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been doing a lot. But, you know, just take me through yeah, it. We've been working, we've been in the studio, mm-hmm. recording. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, so we've been pretty active, pretty active. Not as much as we probably uh, had been in the past, but enough. Mm-hmm. But enough. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and the pleasing thing is that people, have been, they have been responding to our performances. You know, um, I don't know if we said to you before, but I remember um, uh, the last couple of shows that we've done, uh, people are so into the songs that before we finish, man, they're, they're still singing along with us. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, that was very encouraging, very encouraging. Mm. Uh, so much for the, so that you can stop singing and they'll sing it for you. Right. It <laughs> uh, was good. It was, was really good. That's great. Uh, and a lot of them have been bringing their kids to the shows. Nice. And uh, you get a chance to meet and talk with a lot of the younger ones. Mm. That's good. That's a, that's a good thing. Yes. Do you guys do seminars or lectures or lecture demos with schools or, you know, centers or anything like that? Have you thought about that? We have uh, some, I guess, more individually. Mm-hmm. Not so much as a group, I guess, that just some of the things, I guess, everybody has also been involved in other projects individually mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. You know, we still do our thing as a group. Yes. Uh, I know which is involved in, you know, some more, more with his church, Michael with his church, and I am with uh, youth to mm. a degree. Uh, we've never officially uh, sat down and did anything officially, but many times, man, I'm always talking to young folks, always. Because mm. a lot of them are, especially my son's friends, and mm-hmm. uh, they come to be around and to see, when they come in the house and see a gold record hanging on the wall, you know, <laughs> right. Like, Right. Who's that? Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, where did that come from? That's mm-hmm. my dad's, man. You know? And my son's very proud of that. You I know? know that's right. I and, know that's right. Why? And uh, yeah. I get a chance to sit down and talk with them, and, and some of them now have got kids, you know? Yeah. And uh, just talking with them, just about life. Mm. And, and, and it seems as if when you're in a position in which kids look up to, whether it be entertainment, whether it be an athlete, or successful businessmen, it seems as if that you're in a position where they look up to you or they look at you and you have a duty or you're in a position also mm. to mentor them. Yes. You know, you can do a good thing, you can do a bad thing. We, we like to do a favor or positive things. Mm. So it's been, it's been uh, contagious. Right. Uh, my, my son, uh, friends had uh, come to see us perform mm-hmm. and, uh, and as a result of things that I feed my son, my son, my son winds up feeding them, you know. Mm. So um, mm-hmm. when you're when you're in a good position, um, it's you know it's, it's it's a blessing to be able to do well, do good, and uh, and lift you know and, and encourage kids and kids, encourage children. So um, as Joe said before, uh, his his sons friends come over to see the records on the wall of our success, you know, and then they want to get involved. They want to know Joe, and and uh, Joe's always been a granddaddy of the group, anyway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs>
Are you guys involved with any charitable organizations? At all? Well, my veterans, myself, I'm involved with the uh, VFW. Okay. And Mike is setting up some organizations for the group, which uh, I'm sure he's still working on that. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm sure he can tell you more about that. Hey. hey, Mr. Michael, how you doing? Hey, I'm okay. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm all right. I know, I caught you off guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted you learn, to... You know, when you think you know, well, yeah. you know, you really don't, because you hear a lot of little things that, you know, you, you, you hear about each other. You mm -hmm. know, everybody's not with everybody 24-7. Exactly. But the little that everyone else does, you... Yeah, that's one thing. The art of listening has been lost as well <laughs> in a society. People don't, they're talking at each other and, you know, not listening to each other. Right. You know, they're hearing but not listening. You know, so anyway, I want, I, you know, I asked the guys about, you know, charitable work and charitable organizations. Are there any that are interested in double exposure, possibly? Yeah, I, um, got in touch with a lot of the organizations that, especially when you guys were talking about the, the women abuse and organizations, uh, you know, I, I think it was last year, mm. you know, the, the guys are modest about it, but they, they recorded a song called The Lady, yeah. and uh, which went out to a lot of those organizations because mm -hmm. the message spoke to their message mm. about how to treat a woman, mm. you know, how to treat a woman. So, you know, that became, you know, something that I get emails on it, mm -hmm. and I don't know what's going to happen this year, but there's been a lot since uh, President Obama's wife has gotten involved with it, and yeah. she kind of, like, raised the bar on that, and, and, you know, like I said, it's been talked about for many years, but mm -hmm. little has been done about it, mm -hmm. and who knows that what's going to be out in the public side even more, right. not just because it's there or what's being done about it, mm -hmm. and those that are being helping to do something about it mm. and you know so I, I kind of like you know that the, the song when they recorded it you know that that, that took me for that kind of a loop mm. and I knew that that would be a great fit for that so I'm still working on that and working with that and hopefully maybe we can get to uh, uh, Mr. Obama and, and uh, you know who, who knows where things could go you that just never be. know we never knew we we're going to have a black president and we got one for two terms okay <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> can the church say amen <laughs> That's great.
Pike for double exposure. Uh, working, enjoying, uh, gigging, uh, some more recording. Hopefully, uh, hopefully to get something out of it. You know, so uh, you know, I look back, I look around the uh, the music scene. The only old school guy I've seen that's been on the charts, and he's younger than us. That's Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson's the only one that I've seen come out with something new and really uh, get a play on the charts. You know, mm. get, a, get a real play. Right. Uh, there's. And see, the record companies don't want to deal with the older guys because we know the game. And they exactly. can't go wrong. There you go. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, you have a lot of us, man. <laughs> some good material. A lot of us still have the voices. <laughs> right. The ones that are still around. It's a lot of... I mean, we still got the talent, man. Mm, I know that's the right. Record companies, man. Well, the music business has changed so much. You yes. know that, anyway. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, but I do. The, the ones that do have a little clout. They don't want to deal with nobody like us. Now, they don't want to deal with the old heads because they can't get over on us. They mm. can't steal from us. Right. Which is a good thing. 
Because it is the music business, and people forget that part it's of it. It's a business. That's mm. right. It's a business. Mm. Or some that have been wise and successful and smart, but there should be more. Mm. But, uh, you know, the way the business is, uh, the way the record companies are now, it's uh, it's a shame, man. You know, it really is. I see a glimmer of hope, actually. I do see some light. I see the light in the tunnel, maybe way down there, but I see light because the the industry is realizing that they are losing a lot by withholding and withhold multiplies and backfires so I've seen I've witnessed a few people starting to loosen up a little bit which is a very positive thing and I think coming in that not maybe not this year but within a you know when some time I think it's gonna get better I really feel it in my heart it's going to get better. Yes, I hope so. You know, and um, yeah, and, and I'm praying on it. But I thank you guys for you know being the staple in the community and industry that you are, and look forward to you know whatever you've got to offer. Man, we try. I'm just you know just living right, doing something that we really truly enjoy doing. Actually, it was Christmas. Mm-hmm. 
Everybody was over my house Christmas, man. And when we get together, it's like, uh, number one, you got to have a thick skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. You got to have a thick skin, man. The cats, the cats are brutal, man. <laughs> They'll skin you alive, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, but you know what? It's good to laugh, you know? Yes, yes, yes. It's therapy. Okay, you sit down together, and God start remembering different things in different places we've been. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talk about it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, we run telling stories and what happened here. One was in this city, in this town, we was overseas. And, uh, you know, we laugh. We had fun. Mm-hmm. And we enjoy each other. You know, it's been yeah. years. And I guess the main thing is that when we've been together for so long, man, since we were kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, whether we, uh, or, or when we do come together, uh, whether it be vocally or just socially, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just, we have a lot of fun. And um, we all respect each other. We love each other. And uh, and it keeps moving, man. This keeps moving one year, and next year, another year, another year. Mm-hmm. And we do the same thing. So God's been good to all of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, our connection is still strong. And as Joe said, um, I believe that we can still, we can still perform well. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we're on stage and we just look at each other while we're singing, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a good feeling, man. It's mm-hmm. just a good feeling. And this is 50 plus years going forward, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Still get that rush on the stage, man. You still, uh, you know, myself personally, I love performing. Hmm. I love performing, man. Business sucks. Point <laughs> 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 blank. Business, I don't like the business. I don't like where the business is gone, especially right. now, you know, but... You know, I love performing, man, but uh, I got a, a knot in my stomach when it comes to the business, mm. this music business. Mm-hmm. I know how to maneuver in it, I know how to handle it, mm. but this is a cutthroat, ruthless business. Mm. Mm. But I love performing, man, especially like a, in a club, intimate setting, you're close to the people, man, you can just... You just be yourself, man. Leave, leave enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You enjoy it, and you just get down with them, being yourself, right. man. You know, they're vibing off for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, you vibing off for them, and it's, a, it's just a good feeling, man. Mm. Hey, bottom line, good show. <laughs> Well, I still, you know, I'm I'm going to try to make it over there because, like I said, Queens is my hometown. So I'm going to try to make it to the June performance with all my wow. might. Okay. All my might. Yeah, that'll be in Queens, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Right yeah. The casino. You got to come there and spend some money, I guess. Man. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to do that. But, yeah, it's all, it's all good and it's all worth it because money is just an extension of love anyway. You know, when you look at it a different way, it, it goes wrong. You know, you must you must give to receive. Keep the cycle going. Yeah, sometimes you run out of that love. Though. Hey! Can you say that again? Can you say that one more time? <laughs> wow. Yeah, sometimes times you tight, run out of that love. That green love go fast. Ah, I love it. Woo! All right. Well, thank you guys so much for this day. And, um, you know, I bless you forward. And, you know, onward up with soldiers. Hey, man, thanks, man. Same here, Same here, man. All right. All right. Looking forward to the next one. Yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are again. Had a great time with the group Double Exposure. Thank you for tuning in to this 
Black History Month music session series here on the Underground Experience. There'll be more right after this.